This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello and welcome to Six Figure Dog Business on PetLifeRadio.com. I'm your host, Ty Brown of TyTheDogGuy.com. And this is the show where we help you start or grow your dog-related business to a healthy six figures per year or more profit. Now, I'm going to come back here in a second uh, after a quick break. And I'm going to be talking to myself today. I'm going to be working, or not working, but rather I'm going to be talking about what I would do if I had to start over from scratch. Stick right with me. Molly, here's your dinner. (coughs) Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All right, we're back, folks, and I'm excited to be with you here today. I want to talk about what I would do if I started over from scratch. Now, I study a lot of marketers, a lot of gurus, a lot of smart people, things like that. And one thing I love when they talk about is what they would do if they had to start over from scratch. The reason why I like that is because it gives you an insight into what they are thinking are the most important things. Because once you've attained a certain degree of success, you realize that most of your success came from a tiny amount of things. And most of the things that you did to get there weren't weren't that important, weren't that necessary. And that had you to do things, you know, had you to do it over again, here's the only things that I would focus on. Now, I'm not going to put myself in guru status at all, but I will say that we've had a certain degree of success, you know, being a a seven-figure dog training business. And so that's what I wanted to talk about today, that if I had to start over again and I had no network, no name in the industry, you know, no past clients, all I had was a skill set, what would I do to get started? That's what I want to talk about today because these are what I consider to be the most important things, the most critical things, the most crucial things that all it takes to create a successful dog business. Now, I'm going to be talking in terms of dog training, of course, but If you're a groomer, if you're a pet sitter, if you're a dog walker, if you're a veterinarian, if you're something else in the dog-related business, this is still going to apply. You'll just adjust the examples for yourself. So, all right. So the first thing I would do is, so this is number one. I think I've got one, two, three, four, five, six. I think I've got six things I'm going to talk about here. Number one is I would pick a niche, pick a niche, however you want to say that. I always say niche, but I think it's pronounced niche. Anyways, I would pick a niche. But not just any niche. I would pick a niche which is either a big problem 
or people are willing to pay a lot for. And so those can often be the same thing, but sometimes can be different. So for example, a big problem would be, in my industry, in dog training, would be dog aggression. That's a big one. A big problem could be a need for a service dog, you know, somebody that has hearing impairment, diabetes, PTSD, autism, what have you. Those are big problems that need a big solution. Maybe, you know, off-leash obedience would be a big problem. Not as big maybe as dog aggression, but that's a big problem. So like I say, these are big things. I would choose a big problem because with a big problem comes a big price tag. And I'm a firm believer that you should build your business around a big ticket offer. So I would choose either something that has a big problem or it's something that people are willing to pay a lot for. So like I say, it doesn't always have to be the same. For example, and I'm making some uh, assumptions here because I've never really done dog agility, but from what I have gathered, there are a lot of people that will pay a lot of money for dog agility. They don't have a big problem. It's not like they're like, oh my gosh, I need dog agility so bad. Or maybe they eventually do. Maybe they get to that point. But rather, it's something that's fun and enjoyable and they keep coming back. And that's the critical part there is it's something that people will pay a lot for. Maybe not all at once or maybe at once. I don't know. But, you know, maybe they're paying $100 a month for your membership and they stay an average of 18 months. I don't know. But, you know, that would be that would be $1,800. <laughs> Took me a while to do that math, huh? $100 times 18. You know, so it's a big ticket item when all is said and done. Or something like trained puppies. I see people charging four to $10,000 for trained puppies. Now, you might say that it's a big problem. Maybe it is. Maybe it's a big problem that people are solving. But really, it's more of a convenience thing. So people just really want a well-trained puppy. And if they've got enough money, you know, they're willing to pay for it. So like I said, that would be the first thing that I would do is I would pick a niche that is either a big problem or people pay a lot. Like I say, if I was going to apply that to other industries like pet walking, dog walking, people will pay a lot over time. You know, they might not pay huge amounts up front, but they'll pay a lot over time. Same with dog grooming, you know, things that have kind of this continuity aspect built into them. So, but I wouldn't just do dog grooming. I would be dog grooming for this area, or I would be dog grooming for this style, or I would be dog grooming for these breeds or something. You know, I would pick something deep within my niche because picking a strong niche where it's basically you have no no competition. So for example, like I say, I always wish I had done this, but it's kind of too late now. We've got this big business, but I kind of always wish that we had, you know, we had been just the aggression experts because let's say that we were just the aggression experts and we had this huge history of just fixing, helping, managing, whatever, a ton of aggression, well, then other trainers can say, oh yeah, we also deal with aggression, but in reality, we're not even competing because we are only aggression. That's all that we do. And we're the best at it. And here's our proof and blah, blah, blah. So when other trainers say, oh, we also do aggression, we're not even competing. It's kind of like how a lot of dog trainers feel about PetSmart and Petco. It's like, they're not even competition. Like people aren't even like, it's not even the same people, like different people going to these places and things like this. And so when you have a strong niche, strong niche, whatever, it's like you don't have much competition when you drill down, you know, maybe you become the poodle groomer and you might say, well, then how am I going to make a living that, you know, there's only so many poodles. Well, how many poodles do you need? You know, a hundred, you know, that you do every month that you charge a hundred bucks a piece and you just made 10 grand a month. I don't know. Like I'm just throwing out numbers, but like, and if you were known and the absolute best for poodles and you're living in a relatively decent sized city, is it hard to get a hundred poodles? I don't know, but that's the direction that I would go. If I was starting over is I would choose a niche that was super tight, that has a big problem or that people are willing to pay a lot. That's the first thing I do. The second thing that I would do drilling down even deeper 
is I would create one offer. That's it. That here's the only thing we do. You know, I call it the In-N-Out Burger, you know, way of marketing. I don't know if uh, any of you, because I know In-N-Out Burger has expanded to other states, but they don't have just one offer, but almost like you go there and it's either a hamburger or a cheeseburger. Basically, the only variation you get is like, you know, your toppings. Like, do you actually want the onions or not want the onions? Do you want the lettuce, not want the lettuce, whatever. That's like the only variation. Just like we've got burgers. That's it. Burgers and fries. This is what you come here for. But if I was to do it, like I said, I would create one offer. That's it. I'm going to do one thing. So if I'm doing service dogs for people with diabetes, I'm only doing it one way. The dog stays at my house for six months. We do this program, it's X amount of dollars, that's it. No other deviations. Or, you know, here's my $2,000 fixture dog aggression plan. We're going to do this many sessions. It's going to include this literature. It's going to include this, 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 blah, blah, blah. That's it. You know, you have this big problem. I've got one way to solve it. And so now that doesn't mean there can't be a little bit of deviation just like within and out. Like maybe you're that groomer like, hey, we do our poodle cut and that's it. And they're like, well, this time I don't want you to trim his eyebrows so much. Okay, fine. We can do that. But in reality, you want to get so tight in your niche that you're doing the same, you know, you're able to do the exact same service over and over that you get so good at it that there is no competition, period, because there is nobody on this planet that is so niche down that does that exact thing that you can do better than anybody else. And like I say, it gets you to the point where you have no competition when that when that's the case. So number one, I'm going to pick a tight niche. Number two, I'm going to create one offer that's a big ticket offer that solves that problem in a great way. The next thing I would do, number three, is I would get three amazing case studies. And so these three amazing case studies, I don't care if I'm doing them for free, but the way that I would do them is I'm going to say, look, I'll put it out on social media. I'll send it out to emails. I'll talk to veterinarians, whatever, so that they recommend me. But I'm going to say, look, I need three people who have this problem. I'm going to give you drastically reduced a discount or free or whatever. In exchange, I need to film some of this. I need you to give me a huge testimonial at the end. I need a video testimonial, a written testimonial. I need to be able to give out your phone number in exchange for doing this at, you know, reduced or no cost. And not only that, I need you to bust your butt. We're going to be working on aggression. You need to do amazing. Or we're going to be doing this service dog. You need to be do amazing. Or we're going to be working with your puppy on this or, or whatever. So you cannot slack off because you're the foundation of my business and I'm going to use your story, like being completely transparent, right? I'm going to use your story and I'm going to use your case to sell tons of other people on this process. And the only way I can do that is if you bust your butt. And I can tell you from experience that resonates with people. I've done two times now where we've filmed our signature course called Transform Your Dog in 60 Days, where I essentially email out to my list, to my email list. I say, look, I'm filming again. In exchange for filming, being agreeing to be on film, you're going to get a discount. But in exchange for that discount, you're going to be on film and I am going to work your butt off. And if you show up and it looks like you haven't worked, I'm going to send you home and I'm going to keep your money and you're not going to get it back. And I'm going to make you, you know, we're going to put that in writing from the very beginning. And I am going to make it hard for you because I need this type of result. and I need this to happen and blah, blah, blah. And so when I put that out there, I get emails from people all over the country saying, let me in, let me in, let me do it. Because people resonate with that. They want somebody to hold them accountable and they want somebody who's going to give them that result that they desire. And when someone speaks in such strong language, they're like, I will give you this, but I'm going to require a ton in, in exchange. That hits a lot of buttons for a lot of people. That's exactly how I would get my three amazing case studies. 
whether it's grooming or dog walking. And again, with dog walking, what problem are you solving? You're solving, you know, if it was me for dog walking, I would go after people who have destructive dogs, or I would go after people who have aggressive dogs, or I would go after people who have whatever. And I would get those three case studies, grooming, walking, veterinarian, training, whatever. I would film all or part of it. And actually filming it, that might even turn into a DVD product itself. That's what I do, you know, a video product. And then, like I say, push the heck out of these people. And then when the time comes, you know, push for an amazing testimonial. One where they are, where I'm coaching them and saying, here's what I want you to say. And here's how I want you to do it, blah, blah, blah. So those are the first three things that I would do. Stick with me. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'm going to talk about the next three things that I would do. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Everything we tried failed except the Dynavite. Pick up two bottles of Super Mega Fish Oil. Get the third bottle free. Packed with omega-3, DHA, and EPA fatty acids. Super Mega is great for your dog's immune system, healthy skin, and soft, shiny fur. Dogs love it. Try Super Omega Fish Oil. Buy two. Get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. All right, we're back. And we're talking about the six things that I would do if I was to start over from scratch to create a successful, in my case, dog training business, but dog-related business. If I was starting with no contacts, no history in the industry, no website, no anything, maybe I've got a few hundred bucks or something like that. Let's say that. But I've got nothing. Here's how I'm going to start. I already talked about number one, I'm going to pick a niche. Number two, I'm going to create one amazing offer that's high ticket, that solves their problem. Number three, I'm going to get three amazing case studies. Number four, I'm going to create a landing page and drive traffic to it. And so when I say create a landing page and drive traffic to it, what I mean is, A lot of people are obsessed about getting their website, which is good. A long-term business really should have a website. But if I'm looking to get started and go quick, I'm not even going to worry about the website at first. All I'm going to do is I'm going to create a solid landing page and drive traffic to it probably with Google Ads. So when I say a solid landing page, it's just simply a one-page website essentially, but a single page with a great headline that says something like, you have this huge problem that we already talked about. Here's how we're going to fix it. And then on the left-hand side, I would have a video where I'm explaining, look, you've got this amazingly big problem with dog aggression, and it's making you feel awful, and you're embarrassed, and you're worried about the liability, and you're tired of it, and you may have even tried other dog trainers, and you've definitely watched videos on YouTube, and you've read books, and you can't solve it, and you're tired of it. That's who you are? Well, awesome. I'm going to show you exactly how you can solve that. And so I need you to enter your name and email and phone number on the right-hand side. And I'm going to send you some information on how we can solve that. And you'll also have the ability to sign up on my calendar to talk about how we can help you solve your problem. Really as simple as that. That's what the video is going to say. And then something to the effect of, hey, check down below for other people just like you. And other people just like them. Here's three videos, three YouTube videos of your amazing case studies of these people looking into the camera and saying, oh my gosh, I had amazing problem and this amazing person solved my amazingly big problem doing these crazy easy to do things. And every one of them, you know, every testimonial is genuine, but 
every one of them is talking about the same thing. I had a big problem and now my life is way better because of working with this individual. And that's it. That's my landing page. It's got a great headline talking exactly about their problem. It's got a video where I talk exactly about their problem and I talk about a solution. It's got an opt-in form on the right where it's got their name, phone number, and email, maybe address or something like that. And then down below, it's got some proof, proof that I can do it. So that's step number four is I'm going to create that little system, that landing page system and get some traffic to it. You know, I'm going to use Google ads and we're going to send traffic to it. Then the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to create a system for people to self-qualify. Once they've entered their information, now I've got a lead. Ideally, I get them to self-qualify. So by the time that I talk to them, I know that they are likely a good prospect. So I know that likely we're talking with somebody that's not going to be wasting my time. And so how do we get them to self-qualify? Well, I do it through email and online forms. And so email would be, you know, they enter their information to get this cool thing that's going to help them, you know, solve it. And so maybe it's, again, I'm going to talk about dog aggression. So they come to my page. It says, hey, you've got this massive problem, but I've got this solution. I want to tell you about my Transform Your Dog in 60 Days program that will have you get your dog over its issue in 60 days or less. Enter your information. So you're like, cool, I'll enter my information. I'd like to know more. Who knows? Maybe this guy's an idiot. Maybe this guy's smart. We'll see. So they enter their information and now it says, hey, here's your PDF or here's your video or here's your whatever. Here's the thing that I promised you. It's amazing. You know, it's going to show you exactly what we do. But here's the problem. A lot of people are going to need some more help. And so I would love to be able to help you. Now, not everyone is built to work with us. So why don't you head over to our application here and see if you're a good fit for getting these types of results. And then I show them my case studies. Again, my three big testimonials. And so they go over to the application. And the application is simply a form that isn't meant to drive them away, but in a certain sense is kind of meant to drive the wrong people away. To where they go to the form and ask them questions like, what's going on with your dog? How much effort have you tried to do to fix it? Are you willing to do a ton of effort? Are you willing to put in real money, real time, real effort to make sure that this is fixed? How important is it that you solve this problem? You know, and really get to the crux of it, you know, so that only people that are like, gosh, I really have this problem. I'm tired of it. I'm ready for a solution. So that only those people are the ones that make it through the application. And then, of course, you set it up. And I'm not going to get into the back end stuff because there's plenty of tools that you can use. I use a few different tools for this. I use Entreport. I use Acuity Scheduling. Blah, blah, blah. But anyways, I'm not going to talk. That's not what this podcast is about. But once they complete the application, it's going to send me their information. And then, you know, I get to see, you know, and, and some people might be like, no, I'm not really willing to put in time or effort. Then fine, we're not going to call. But after the application, I'm taking a step back here. You know, they fill out the application and then it gives them the opportunity to schedule a time on Acuity is what we use, Acuity Calendar. But, you know, so now we've got this system for people to self-qualify and to put themselves on my calendar. Maybe, uh, you know, it's a calendar where we talk on the phone. Maybe it's a calendar where they come in for a, a session. Whatever it is, you know, we're making it possible so that we can create this initial, what we call at my company, a discovery session. A discovery session to discover, are we a good match to work together? Are they going to put forth the effort? Are they going to listen? Are they going to pay? You know, do we have all of these boxes ticked, um, if that makes sense? And then the last thing I'm going to do is I'm going to learn a sales system. So many dog people are dog people. They love dogs, and that's how they get in the industry, and that's great. I love dogs. But so few people learn the techniques of persuasion, of persuading people 
to do what's in their best interest. Because everybody doesn't like to be sold, just about everybody. You know, so just about everybody has natural barriers when somebody is trying to sell them something. And if you think about that, that can be safe because it keeps you out of certain danger of buying everything in the world and, and going broke. But in other instances, it's a big liability because your subconscious is telling you, wait, be careful, be cautious, be cautious. Somebody's presenting to you the absolute best thing in the world that could help you and make your life a thousand times better. But you're like, ooh, ooh, be cautious. So like I say, it's this double-edged sword. And so it's our job as practitioners to, number one, find people that we are a good match for. Because if you are not a good match for somebody, using a sales system on somebody and, and persuasion on somebody is kind of a jerk move. You know, trying to talk somebody who isn't a good match into buying your stuff is, what's the right word here? Just being, it's not thievery, but it's it's one step down from thievery. It's, it's fraudulent. You shouldn't be inviting people into your program that you can't properly help, that aren't a good match, or that you know aren't going to do the things that they need to do. So provided you've got the right person in front of you, you need to learn techniques for persuasion, for persuading people who are a good match for your program, who you can solve their problem and who you can serve, persuading those people to actually get over that fear that they have and buy. There's a million ways to sell things, but so few dog trainers, dog groomers, dog walkers, veterinarians, so few of us in our industry actually invest into sales training to learn these skills of persuasion. And so, so many people are leaving a lot of money on the table and a lot of dogs without being helped because they didn't learn those skills. And maybe a practitioner that's not as good did learn those skills and is cleaning up those clients and not serving them as well as you could be serving them. So that's the sixth and final thing that I would do is I would learn a sales system for the way that I'm selling, whether it's on the phone or in person or through email, but probably on the phone or in person, where I'm going to learn this sales system that has the greatest chance of taking somebody who has interest and is qualified and turning them into a customer that I can serve. If I'm not investing that time and money into learning that sales system, it's why? Who am I serving in doing that? I'm not serving myself because I'm making less money. I'm not serving my client because I'm not helping them get to the next level and, and get my service. So who am I serving if I'm not investing that? When you put it that way, it sounds crazy that, of course, everyone needs to learn a sales system. It's important that people understand that that's what they need to do. You have to. You have to learn a good sales system if you are going to be a business owner that helps people. So let me summarize that real quick. Number one, pick a niche that either has a big problem or people are willing to pay a lot in that niche. Number two, create one offer that's amazing and big ticket and sell just one thing. Maybe they can bolt on some stuff or subtract some stuff, but basically it's one thing. Number three, get some amazing case studies highlighting how you can solve people's problems and serve them. Number four, create a landing page based on principles of persuasion that get people interested and want to become a lead. With get a landing page, you want to drive traffic to it. Number five, create a system for people to self-qualify. And number six, learn a sales system so that you can actually turn them into clients once you have them at that point where they've shown interest and they are a good match. Now, if I had things to do it over again, that's what I would do. 100% I would do those six things and I would forget about every other thing. I would forget about every shiny object and every other thing I would only do these things, and then when I got clients, I would bust my butt to make sure that they were happy. And if you can do that, 
you can create a successful business quickly. I didn't do those things my first year in business and still made a hundred grand. I look back and think like, man, how, how much better could my business have been had I understood these six things when I first started? And so I'm kicking myself, but it's okay. Because of course we all have to go through a lot of trial and error before figuring out what works for us. But like I say, this is something that, you know, can work for anybody, these six steps. So hopefully they're a benefit to you. And yeah, make sure to check out all of my other episodes on PetLifeRadio.com. Just head over to PetLifeRadio.com, hit Six Figure Dog Business, and then hit me up over at TieTheDogGuy.com and see how I can help you with your dog training business. Thanks a bunch. Talk to you soon. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.